Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Failsafe Fitness Podcast. My name is Michael Joshua. I am the owner and CEO of Failsafe Fitness Limited. We are a company that offer personal training, massage, kinesiology, nutrition and weight management, and golf performance. Well, over the course of this show, we will go through some of those things. So tip of the week, a nutrition tip and a fitness tip, and also my golf tip of the week. It's been a weird week. We've got to 10 episodes, so we're into double digits. And I'm already thinking about the future of the show, and I think in about three or four weeks' time, we are going to be changing up the show to a more sort of golf sports-based show. So it's still going to be a fitness tip, there's still going to be a nutrition tip, but we're going to lean more towards the golfer out there to help those guys and girls who play a lot of golf get their nutrition and their fitness away from the golf course as well as their on-course performance dialed in throughout 2023. So we'll start the show as always with what I've been up to this week and it's been a very difficult week for me. I have had my father in the hospital with pancreatitis. I have broken equipment while I've been greenkeeping and I've also broken some golf equipment and replaced it pretty quickly. So yeah, it's been an up and down week, very up and down. Starting with my father being in A&E for 11 hours and then being admitted without any due cause. We had no idea what he's being admitted for. No one was talking to us. The doctor said he needed to see a surgeon, but didn't even tell anybody what was wrong with my father. Find out that he had got a little bit of pancreatitis and maybe he had his gallbladder removed about 18 months ago, um, which during COVID was a 12 month wait. He, uh, it got better, he has got better. Been told he can't drink anymore, which is for someone who is what seventy-three, it's hard to tell someone not to drink. But you know, it is what it is. He's been enjoying himself a little bit too much, I think. But hey, that's what they do. And I think when you start to parent your parents, that's when you know things may change in the future. So that was a gr- uh, you know a great start to the week. Then I get to work on Tuesday morning, uh, still trying to f- sort a few ditches out, starting to cut a few greens, starting to cut a few surrounds, starting to get a lot sorted for the golf course to finally be reopened. Which, by the way, if you are a listener and you are want to be a member of Himley Hall uh, Golf Centre in 2023, all the information will be up over the next couple of weeks. And we should be open, hopefully, inside the next three weeks from today. Sorting all the bunkers out. I've been given the job of just cleaning the bunkers up, getting them ready, getting some sand in them, you know, getting rid of those ugly eyebrows you see on some of those golf courses out there. So trimmed them up, got them going. Wonderful, wonderful. Been using the strimmer most of the day, only for little bits and bobs, then all of a sudden strimmer breaks. So it's it's five, six hundred quid with a strimmer. Uh good start. Yeah, so that's Tuesday. Wednesday comes along, playing some golf, clients are doing uptrending really well, they're all 
we're lo- we're seeing some muscle changes, so they're gaining some muscle. They're losing some fat. They're losing some inches. Uh, sports performance or golf performance clients are definitely gaining benefits from not only just doing the the training with me in the net, but they're also a couple of them are also doing the personal training side of things. So they're also trending in the right direction. They're gaining some extra mobility. They're getting some club head speed. And they're, they're getting a little bit more self-aware of how they play their game and how they set up to a golf ball and what they need to do before and even after hitting a golf ball. So, yeah, it's been a, a good week on Wednesday. And then Thursday we go back. I go back to greenkeeping and it's all going very well. And then we're just coming to the last sort of 90 minutes, a couple of hours of the day. I've got a couple of jobs I need to do and I get none of them done. I had a, a little Cushman decided it didn't want to go anywhere. So as it, if it goes uphill being diesel, we think the filter's blocked and there's no fuel getting into the engine. So it just cuts out when it goes uphill. Great. Wonderful. Thanks for that. So I didn't get a lot done. Didn't feel like I'd achieved a lot that day. Then Friday rolls round. Father is out of the hospital. He's feeling a bit better. Get to see my granddaughter. She lives in Wales. And then obviously Friday night. Friday? Saturday night. Friday night. Friday night there's a 4.8 earthquake in Wales. Wonderful. You know, I live here in the UK. We should not be getting earthquakes. It's not normal. Um, everyone's okay. Everyone's fine. Not really a lot happened. But it's still, it's insane with the things that's going on in Turkey and Syria. And then we get one here in the UK and Wales. So there's a lot of strange stuff going on in the world. Adding into that, I'm practicing in the garden with my clubs trying to do the PGA national competition in uh, on the Garmin R10 I don't always do it every week I probably do about one a month just to see how I'm going and I think if I shoot like 18 if my handicap or whatever I'm off 13.6 so if I shoot 18 to 20 over I'm a very happy bunny First round, I, I actually parred the first, I was two over for five holes, um, doing really well. And then it started to rain, and then it rained heavier. So I grabbed my stuff quickly, goes to get in the house, I drops the case for the Garmin R10, goes to pick it back up, and my little rocket ship of a three wood that I've had since 2019, gets jammed between the door, I've got no head cover on, so it's jammed between the door and the and the door frame, and I've gone to just carry on walking. It pulled my bag round, and I've literally snapped the head off, which is the second time I've lost the head to this, this three wood. First time uh, I'd hit it out the trees at Himley on the par five. It sounded a little weird, but I thought I've hit a tree root, it's fine. And then three holes later, I've hit it off the tee again, uh, it's a short par three, it's par four normally, but it's a par three on the back nine on the whites. I hit it about 225 yards normally, so it normally about 220, 215 to 230 is about where that goes. 
and snap and the head come flying off. So that was a UST helium. This is a lot of information for people who are not golfers, but it was a UST helium 49 gram shaft regular flex. Swing speed now is higher, so I swapped that when it got broke to a Fujikara Atmos Blue 6S shaft or 5S. I think it's 5S. I'm not sure. One of the two. And that's broke, snapped off. So went to American Golf to the same guy that fitted me for that three wood four years ago now. Had a chat and he said we haven't really got much in and then I spot <coughs> Tour Edge Exotics C7223 wood. Slim profile, looks nice, sits nice on the floor. Fujikara Ventus Blue 6S shaft. Perfect. What, 65 gram or whatever it is, stiff. So it's it's mid-stiff, so it's stiff in the butt, stiff in the middle. And then, uh, so it's stiff in the butt, soft in the middle, and st stiff tip. So suits my swing, goes in, can I have a go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 234, bit of a snap hook. 224, bit of a thin. 228. And that's off the deck. That's not off the tee. So it's going 230, 230, 230 all day long. And I'm probably going to gain 5 or 10 yards on top of that. So it's 235 now off the tee with that club. So I picks that up and makes my day and ends my week with a little bit of a smile on my face and a new weapon in the bag for the rest of the year. A little annoyed, I am going to go and get that reshafted, whether I get it reshafted with a regular flex shaft for my wife or I get it done stiff for me. I'm not too sure yet because I do like that, that Fujikara shaft in it. If I can get a Fujikara stiff fitted for less than about 70 quid, I'll probably get it done. But yeah, that's my week. It's been interesting up and down. My dad being in the hospital, I broke everything that I've touched this week, including the mic stand that I'm still currently using. It's Gorilla Glue, thank you very much. You do some of the best super glue in the world. You've actually glued my mic stand back together. So if anybody out there listening wants to send me a new mic pod podcast mic stand, I'd be very much appreciative. Thank you very much. But yeah, it's been a an up and down week, and I'm hoping I don't have too many more because I think the grey hair is already starting to show through at 45, and another few weeks like this, I'll be wider than Gandalf, I swear. <laughs> oh dear, never mind. On with the show, shall we say. The show must go on. And uh, tip of the week this week for your fitness side of the show is the bent over barbell row. Now it doesn't have to be barbells, you can do it with a kettlebell. You can even do it with a couple of dumbbells if you want to. But I've found this exercise has been significantly gaining some strength and stability gains with not only my personal training clients but my golf clients too so the position you're in you imagine you're, you're about to sit down so your butt's a little back you've got the bar and you're going to row that bar with your arms 
towards your sort of midriff, so somewhere between your belly button and your and your and your and your nipples. You're gonna row it from there, bent over. And it's a great. It's working the glutes. It's working the hammies. It's working the quads. It's working the core. It's working the upper back. It's working the arms. It's doing everything it needs to do. So whether you're holding a golf club, swinging a hockey stick, a golf stick, or a mop around the floor for a living, it's going to be a great exercise when you're in the gym to do. It's strengthening all of those things all at once. You can either do lightweight and loads of reps, or you can do heavyweight and short reps. You're still going to build that muscle. If you want some endurance, I would recommend the first one of those. But for building strength and building lats and building stability in, in, a, in a wide stance, you know, whether you're everyday mopping or playing golf, I'd recommend the bent over row. So go and give that a try. Stick it in your program for the next four weeks and let me know how you get on with it. So fitness tip of the week, barbell row or some kind of bent over row, whether that be with kettlebells, barbell or dumbbells, go get it done. Let me know what the results are. Nutrition tip of the week. It's something that pops up a lot over the last, probably the last five or six weeks because people are saying to me, oh, we, we're taking on board. We're doing your, your 50, 30, 20 split, but we're not getting this and we're not getting that. And then, great, wonderful. Should you be taking supplements because you're not getting enough protein or you're not getting enough micronutrient of like vitamin D or vitamin C or, or whatever, you're not getting enough nutrients into your body, uh, ADK, whatever. My first initial thought is, yeah, you could, you could probably, if you are struggling to get like vitamin A and vitamin D or, or vitamin A and vitamin K into your diet, then yeah, take a supplement, but also then look at what you can put into your diet to make that supplement disappear. Because if you're taking a, a multivitamin on a morning just to get you, you know, 60% of the way to where you need to be for the day, and then you're taking a, a protein bar for snack at 11 o'clock, and you're taking a protein shake in after a workout at 5 o'clock, and you've already taken some pre-workout and intra-workout and then you're taking some more protein at night if you're doing all of that and you're taking in four lots of protein a day and two lots of, of, of vitamins or vitamin supplements you probably should look at adjusting your diet a little bit I, I think don't get me wrong if you've had a heavy session in the gym i think a quick protein drink whatever it may be or protein snack bar you know 15 20 30 grams of protein after that workout immediately if it's going to be a little while before you get to eat i think is a great idea you're going to get stuff in there to start your body help your body repair immediately instantly it's a great good idea right and it's supplementing what you're going to put in your body a little bit later down the line you don't want it to replace what you're putting in your body down the line or replace what you're not putting in your body in the first place so my advice is supplements are a great thing and as I've said before on this podcast, and I'll keep repeating this to everybody I know, go and download yourself the MyFitnessPal app. 
record everything that you put into your body, how good or bad, for eight weeks, and then take a look at those numbers. So 50, 30, 20, 5% either way, protein, um, carbs, protein, and fat. And obviously, if you do want to pay the premium or whatever, but you can also see the micronutrients that are happening in there. So, you know, A, D, E, K, vitamin B, vitamin D, whatever you're lacking, zinc, magnesium, whatever you, whatever's not getting into your diet through your food, do a little bit of research or come and see me and we'll, we'll work out what you need to add in, what fruits and veg and, and, and foods we can add into your diet that are going to give you those nutrients in a natural way rather than having to take a pill every day or twice a day. So yeah, supplements can be, if used correctly, can be a, a great tool to help, you know, make you not feel as sore or as tired or not lose out on any nutrient deficiencies. But long term, you need to fix those one way or another, whether you change your diet completely or you just you just add in something to your diet that's going to give you just fill a hole fill that hole rather than just taking a supplement that is a little bit of a cop-out because you can't be bothered to cook a certain food golf tip of the week this is going to be an interesting one it's something that i've done Throughout this off-season, I mean, I class my off-season as from like November till about March, April. So I've got November, December, January, February, March. So I've got probably five months of the year. I'm not really playing a lot of golf. I'm playing on the simulator. I'm working on a few swing thoughts, a few swing changes, trying to build some muscle you know, trying to gain some speed, and then I, I kind of peed it out. I did last year. I, I did. I built some good speed, got myself up to about a hundred miles an hour, and then I didn't do anything for the rest of the year. I hardly hit the gym. I eat like crap, and I still eat like crap. And I know I need to change that. But something that I found this winter in particular is, and it's something that I should have been doing. A long time ago when I came back into it in 2019. And it's something that I'm going to try and get a lot of my golf performance guys and girls to do much more this year. Especially when it comes to the beginning and tail ends of the season. Here in the UK in particular. Weather can be extremely hot or extremely cold. And either way that means that you're probably hitting your golf clubs too short or too long. So tip of the week is distance control. And what I want everyone to go out there and do is go out, take your clubs, and if you say your five iron goes 180 yards, I want that 5 iron to go 160 yards, and I want your 6 iron to go 160 yards. I want you to figure that out. I want your long irons. I want you to be able to hit a chippy 5 iron 20 yards shorter than a full 5 iron. 
and I want you to be able to hit a little high fade chippy five iron to the same distance. And I want you to hit a little low drawy five iron to the same distance. And if you can figure those shots out, you'll find that you'll have a better distance control. So when there's high wind or high temperatures or cold temperatures, you know you can hit a club a little bit further or a club a little bit longer and just give it a little bit of a chippy and carry that distance. Building yourself a matrix all the way through the bag where you've got you know, a stock shot, a flat out shot and a chippy shot with your five, six, seven iron. And then with these scoring clubs have a, a full shot, a three quarter shot and a half shot. Eight, nine pitching wedge, sand wedge, gap wedge. If you've got those, you're gonna have distance control. And I find with the players that have at least two of those three, so they have a their stock shot and they have a chippy shot with every club through the bag, or they have a stock shot and a three-quarter shot with the bag. They are the players that are probably they're either the only thing that lets them down is either bunker play or short game play or putting, but their approaches to the greens are always pretty damn good. But once you can deliver that in terms of distance control. If you can hit two clubs the same distance, one is a stock shot and one is a like a three-quarter or a chippy shot, that's when you will see massive differences. Because if you know you've hit played the first two or three holes of a, of, a, of a golf course and you've come up short and you've come up short and you've come up short, a lot of players will just keep coming up short. But if you know you on the range, you've worked at hitting a five iron to 150 instead of hitting it 180 but your your seven iron is coming up short at 140 hit the five iron shot hit the six iron shot so if a chippy five iron goes 150 and a three-quarter six iron goes 150 but your full seven iron should go 150 and isn't after a couple of holes you should know that you take note of well, that was short, and that was short, so I'm just going to hit a bigger club and hit it three quarters and get the, give it the chance it deserves to get to the green. So tip of the week is building distance control into your game will ultimately deliver, obviously, more ability to get shots onto the green, into the wind, out of the wind, in the heat or in the cold, you can then, after a couple of holes, take that mental attitude and go, well, that was short, or that was long. And you can you can then control your distance. And from those players, that's where I see the biggest benefit, is they can control their distance better than you. Even though you've got a better short game than they have, they can, they're only hitting two shots to a green, you're hitting three, because you're having to get up and down. But because your short game, you rely on your short game so much that you can do that they don't they don't put very well they don't chip very well but they hit a lot of greens or more greens than you so if you can fix your distance control and get on that green a little bit better your short game will then come into play which will give you the drop in scores that you deserve and that's my tip of the week 
go build yourself distance control, you know, 100 yards, 150 yards, and have two to three clubs that you can consistently hit those yardages with. So into greens, you know you can hit different shots, downhill, uphill, in the wind, cold weather, hot weather, so you've got that ability to judge it, and it will make your game so much better. And that's it from me. That is Failsafe Fitness episode number 10 done. In the bag, signing off. Just a recap of the show. Bent over rows. Go do them. Dumbbell, barbell, kettlebell, doesn't matter. One or the other. Go and see how it would affect your day-to-day life. Just four weeks. Go heavy. Go light. Go lots of reps. Go no, no hardly any reps. Just see how that affects your training. See how it affects your daily abilities. But bent over row is a great stabilizing exercise for the whole body. You will benefit from it. doesn't matter what sport or what you are doing. Supplementation is a great thing. But if you're taking four or five supplements a day in terms of protein shakes and intra and pre and post workout and protein this and protein that add some more meat add some more protein into your diet i mean obviously if there are if you're you know a vegan or vegetarian then adding in protein is a little bit of a problem but you can there are other alternate fixes than just powders and power bars that are going to give you that option but supplementation is a good thing can be a great thing to help you be a better, more capable individual, but should not ever be a replacement for something that you should be doing in your diet. And of course, distance control as a golfer. If you've got distance control with a couple of three clubs, uh, top end and a bottom end of the bag, you've got yardages that you know you can hit with a couple of clubs, then that will make you a much better golfer. You can build your your whole game around having three clubs that hit the same yardage to bottom, bottom and top end of the bag. You will become a better golfer, trust me. And that's it. Thank you very much. Himley will be open in hopefully three weeks' time. Get on the website. The new blog is up now. We did carbs last week or last time out. We've done a beginner's guide to protein this week. There's a beginner's guide to fat coming very soon. And then we'll be going into beginner's guides of stretching and exercise as well. Get on to the website. Link is in the podcast description. My name has been Michael Joshua. It's been a pleasure having you listen to me talk crap for the last half an hour. Please give it a thumbs up. Give it a review. Get it shared. Let's get playing some golf, doing some exercise. Let's make this all fun. Have a great week. I'll see you in seven days. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye.